brought to you by Slim Love 22. I said, what? Sit low, sit low, This is sitting on 22s with the Sleaze Mob, uh, the Neff and Death edition, uh, maybe the first of few, maybe the first of many. Who knows? Who cares? All that matters <laughs> is that you're here, we're here, and this is sitting on 22s with the Sleaze Mob. I am Sudden Death, and I'm with my guy, Nephew Conrad. What's, say what's up, bro. Yes, man. It's Nephew Conrad, a.k.a. Mitch, a.k.a. Baby Gap, a.k.a. Alfred Miata, a.k.a. Smokey Gaucho, a.k.a. Nigga, I sound like Erica by doing that intro song, a.k.a. Nigga, I got so many a.k.a.s, I can start a sorority. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that. Um, so, as you guys know, we have uh, been doing the Sitting on 22's podcast for quite some time now. Took a little bit of a layoff to try to, you know, kind of do some uh, some transitioning, some building on the show, and kind of just splitting it up, you know, in the seasons. We didn't want to necessarily, you know, oversaturate you guys with, you know, uh, the same stuff every week. So we're trying to get better for you guys uh, and for us as well. Um, and that goes for the podcast. Now, you know, we've got stuff, you know, coming on the way as well with the music. If you have not checked out some of our latest music that we have. Oh, yeah, that's right. We make music. News oh, yeah. Flash. A lot of people don't know that, but we Ooh. do. Um, mm-hmm. So if you just search Sleaze Mob, you can just Google Sleaze Mob. Literally, you'll find our entire discography. Um, it's pretty cool, right? Everything. Yeah, pretty dope. Right. So. Yeah, just Google us. You'll be able to find us. Um, me and nephew Conrad. You can actually find us on Twitter or Instagram. You could probably Google us too, honestly. Hmm. I haven't thought about honestly. that. Honestly, you gotta test that theory. Yeah, you try, try it. Out. You ever try googling nephew Conrad? Never. You want to know why? Because I'm team oriented. That's why. I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> I don't want niggas to know nephew Conrad. I want you to know sleeves, Bob. So I said uh, sleeves, Bob. Because I'm so what? I'm so so ZMB. And it's the Neff and Def show today, man. The Neff definitely, the Den definitely, the Neff and Def. Well, you know, I Google, I Google Nephew Conrad and like everything you comes up. Like Amazon.com. Really? Fantasy Amazon? Explicit by Nephew Conrad on Amazon Music. And then the Twitter and then SoundCloud God by Nephew Conrad. And then Nephew Conrad on Twitter, there's actually clips from sitting on 22s in the video section on Google. Um, there's pictures of you on Google Images. The pictures of Austin by his house. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So <laughs> needless to say, you can Google Nephew Conrad. You can also Google Sutton Def. And most importantly of all, you can Google Sleaze Mob. You can also yes. follow Sleaze Mob on Twitter or Instagram at Sleaze Mob. That's S-L-E-A-Z-E Mob. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and drop some love in our DMs every now and then, man. Drop some love. Show us that you love us. You know, sometimes you get lonely out here, especially in this right. in this quarantine, in this COVID-9, 20, 30, 20, 40. 20, 20, they got to update the number. No. Yeah, this shit is ongoing. 20, it, right? COVID ongoing. indefinitely, <laughs> et cetera. Yeah. We, gonna keep, we, gonna, we should keep up in the number until we get it taken care of. That'll... that'll 
that'll uh, really, you know, yeah. increase that'll... the urgency, the sense of urgency. And boost morale. Yeah, like, we can't get yeah. to COVID-24. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. Imagine. Do this shit. Like, damn, six seasons of this? Or five seasons? Niggas, we do five seasons? Niggas, That's a terrible like COVID have a Kobe year. Oh my god. Nah, can't let it mm-hmm. happen. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, speaking of, like, COVID, though, um, you know, we're going on, well, this is year two, right? This yeah, two. well, yeah. God, yeah. it is. Yeah, so, I mean, we've learned a lot over the past year and some change now, and, um, well, it's pretty much been about a year. We learned about it in around January last year, January, February. But we've learned a lot in the past 365 days, to say the least, especially about the relationships we have with other people, our friends, mm-hmm. our partners, our family, the relationships that we have with other people. Um, they've been put to the test for in sure. the last year, you know, to say the least. So uh, we just kind of wanted to pose the question like, you know, how has, you know, the quarantine really affected keeping up with all your relationships in life? Because obviously, you know, you may not have a thousand friends, but you I'm sure before COVID, you had friends who were, you know, you hung out with. You had family members that you went and visited. You had this, that and the third that you were doing with other people in your life. And you might not be able to do those things anymore. Right. So how have you and I want to, you know, just ask you, nephew, Conrad, even though this was your question. how the turntables yeah how the turns yeah so (laughs) (laughs) how have you been able have you been coping with uh maintaining your relationships during quarantine what have been some of the challenges um so honestly i find it to be fairly easy with the friend thing like you know me you slim uh obviously we're not seeing each other as we as much as we did before this shit but i mean we have linked a few times. We have, I mean, we communicate every day. If anything, we probably communicate a little bit more now that COVID has started. I mean, I guess that we kind of got forced into that. Where I've seen like a real drop off though has been my love life. Uh, in terms, not in terms of like, <laughs> not in terms of like I don't have like any any love life, but I find it hard to maintain healthy uh communication with the people that i have talked to over the last year it's been hell and uh i think a lot of that is attributed to the fact that there's so many things it's so limited man it's so it just fucking sucks like i try and get creative but like after a while things just get boring bro like ugh, it just suck oh yeah i mean i definitely i definitely feel that i mean yeah and i can speak from personal experience i'm in a relationship myself COVID definitely does put a damper on what you can do, but it kind of still raises the bar. I mean, you got to you gotta work twice as hard. Yes. You know what I mean? Because like, you can't even use it as an excuse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You still got to perform regardless. Exactly. So like, it's like it's like it's a, during a football game, if it's raining, you still got to play. Yeah, like Joe you know, Jackson. So like, work your way around. Michael, Marlon, get your ass <laughs> in his house. Exactly. So yeah. it definitely has been difficult. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially like when it comes to like planning days, like a whole, the whole love life thing. I think people are taking this time more than ever to really just kind of focus on themselves. And they're really, you know, not really trying to like, I don't know. I feel like people aren't really going out of their way looking for, you know, 
like romantic relationships because it's already hard enough to keep up with just like platonic relationships with your normal right. friends exactly you know so and see that's i'm finding issues in that too because that's another thing like i feel like people like the dm rate right now for like people like going and sliding into dms is probably at an all-time high like communication through direct messages and shit is probably like skyrocketed over this time because that's all you can do you don't have the luxury of going out and meeting people at the bars and shit like that in most states so it's like you have to do it through social media like Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I like sliding in Twitter more so than Instagram. Uh, I think that's a little bit more rewarding. I, but anyways, we'll get into that later. But <laughs> I just feel, I just feel like um, when you now it's just arbitrary because you're just sliding in the DM because you're bored, you know. And I've I've been afflicted by that myself. I get bored sometimes. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'm as well hit her up. Like, you know, we could all die tomorrow. Fuck it, shoot. Right. You know. And yeah. I, you know, you, hey, what's the worst that can happen? If anything, I've gotten better with my DM game. So that's one thing that I can uh, credit COVID to doing. It's given me a little bit more game with my DMs. But other than that, like, it's it's pretty ass out here, man. Like, you you text people, you get so many numbers, and you text them for weeks and months in some cases, and it goes nowhere. It's just a waste of time every time, uh, in most cases. Uh, so there are some that stick around, of course, but... Yeah, so that's that's probably the hardest thing that I'm finding to cope with is, or not cope with, but to deal with how to handle that. Like, uh, maybe I should be a little bit more restrained. Like, you know, maybe I shouldn't slide in so many DMs or put myself out there as much. But fuck it, it's the end of the world. You know. Hey man, that's one way to look at it. But I think, like I said before, like a lot of people are probably looking at it in the way of like, you know, this is an opportunity for me to not you know, be in a relationship or look for romance or whatever. And I should just kind of keep my head down and, you know, focus on myself and do what I've always wanted to do. That's why you see, like, there's, like, been a huge, like, spike in, like, personal businesses that people are starting up for themselves. Like, ever since COVID hit, like, it seems like every other person on your timeline is starting their own business of some sort, Mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, I think people are really taking this as an opportunity to really, like, focus on that. In which case, that's pretty good. I, I, I like yeah, that. that is pretty you know, cool. I like seeing people do that. But taking it back to the original question, though, of, like, how hard it is to maintain uh, relationships during quarantine, it's, it's very hard. Because mm-hmm. you, you feel like, you know, there's certain people who, you know, I would see, uh, let's take our, our friend Brandy, for example. Mm-hmm. Shout out to like, Brandy. Shout out to Brandy. We love her. Uh, but I'm going to be real, though. Um, I used to see Brandy, like, maybe a couple times a month when I would go out to, like, the bar or something like that. Or mm-hmm. I might see her at the club and, you know, we turned up or whatever. Um, but ever since COVID started, you know, wasn't able to go to the bar, wasn't able to go to the club. And I wasn't seeing Brandy, like, at all as much. So... I just kind of felt I felt weird about it because like, you know, we really weren't talking. I wasn't like texting her. We weren't texting. We weren't like Mm. calling each other and stuff like that. So I was like, I don't know. Am I losing her as a friend? I felt like I was because naturally we hadn't spoken in so long. I felt like, you know, things naturally just aren't good between us anymore. And I know it's not good to make that assumption. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you can feel subconscious about that. Like you go X amount of time without talking to somebody and you feel like maybe I'm not 
I'm not in good with that person no more. Right, right. Like I used to be. So that's right. always been harder for me. And I feel like that, you know, with a with a bunch of people where I felt like that mm-hmm. with a bunch of people. So it's definitely been tough. Well, see, that's the trick. That's what they that's what that's what they're trying to get you to think. Like, not the people, obviously, your friends. I'm saying, like, that's what this this fucking disease wants you to like this fucking quarantine shit wants you to start thinking like that. Like, nah, bro. Like, think about it, like from another perspective. Like for me personally, like I've met like so many people over the last year, bro, like that I probably would have never even talked to or hung out with. I mean, like people like Doug. I mean, not saying like I would never because I knew Doug before quarantine, but like me and Doug had never hung out. Me and Doug had never like text, FaceTime, whatever, talk, chill, play the game, whatever before this. So I feel like this has somewhat helped me gain friends um, instead of lose them. I mean, I think you will. See, that's the thing about losing friends. I feel like you're going to lose friends over a lifetime anyways. Uh, yeah. So if anything, maybe this will like kick some of that into high gear, maybe or like you know maybe like give that more of a spotlight. But you got to also look at the positive. I feel like we both probably you probably made some more friends over COVID too. I mean, you know, like just people that you would never think that you would talk to. So I think you got to look at that both ways and not too much on the negative. And you know, there's a lot going on anyways for everybody. So you also got to think about that if you think like, oh, we haven't talked in a while. Like man, like everybody got lives now. It's fucking crazy. Like. We're all trying to cope with the same shit. So, I mean, that's another way that you have to think about it. If you're in that position, um, yeah. you got to think like, hey, like uh, they're going, they, I don't know what they're going through. And, you know, you can say that even when you're not in COVID. So imagine what it's like when you are in this shit, like it's probably way worse. So, yeah, yeah, honestly. And I mean, it's, it's, you know, interesting you brought that up because like you do have to take into account like what somebody else is currently like going through in their life. Especially if, like, you know, they're around the same age as you, mm-hmm. you can probably, like, whatever issues or problems you have going on in your life, mm-hmm. it's probably something at least a little similar going on in their life, too. Whether it be right. in terms of, like, you know, love life or finances or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, right. we're the same age, so we're probably in the same tax bracket, and we probably got the same sort of stuff going on in life right now so it's like you got to be able to be mindful of that and you know just be able to know like okay not everybody's gonna have the time because somebody might be just as busy as Mm -hmm. me or if not even busier you know so they might not have the time to talk all the time but uh it's just all about having that connection with those friends like and just knowing like you know even if we're not talking like all the time or like even if we're not talking from every week or every month you still know what it is like right we still cool so i feel like we should that that what you just said kind of reminds me of like the whole like self-accountability thing i think we need to touch on that a little bit too because i think in really in relationships all of all sorts i think it's hard for people to admit when they are wrong i mean you know you might be yeah. going through something and you know sometimes i mean I, I know i do it i do it from time to time with you guys like you know i'll i'll get in my feelings about something and I'll let it build up or whatever. And then I'll say, I'll just lash out one day and nah, 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 you know? And right. what I've worked on is I know who I am. Right. So I'll, I'm not going to tell you that I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, like, and you know, I'm probably going to not, you know, I'm probably <laughs> going to do that more. Cause that's just, that's just my DNA. That's just who I am. At the end of the day, I'm not the proudest of that, but that's just how I cope with things. But right. what I do try and make a thing to work on and to emphasize is when I am wrong, I'm going to say, hey, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Or whoop-de-woo, like I should have handled it this way instead of that way and try and grow from that. You know, I think that's what you're supposed to grow from is the whole um, seeing how you react to certain situations and out of anger 
or in certain situations when you're wrong, you're wrong, you know? And I figured that's important to maintain any kind of relationship, especially friendships, because I think a lot of friendships end because it's just pride, you know? People are too 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 prideful to say, hey, I was wrong, you know? And yeah. so I think that that's something that, you got, that people have to work on as well, especially now, I mean, it's easy to get down and grumpy and shit, maybe say shit to people that you don't feel, that you shouldn't probably say. Um, so you got to work on that too. Being just, just, just acknowledge when you're wrong, man. Don't be too uh, little of a man to, you know, or too big of a man, whatever, to actually admit when you're wrong. Yeah, that definitely is a big thing. You got to like be bigger than your ego, for sure. Right. Exactly. Because like, if if you're not, then you know you're a dangerous person. Because you know, I know we both know have known people in our life that like you know feel like they're never wrong like ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and that can be that can be tough to deal with so right if you're listening to this don't be one of those people don't be that you guy know? you fucking don't be bag. that guy you're a tool you probably wearing khaki pants right now you probably have at least two pairs of shorts let me tell you something about shorts okay at they least. make me uncomfortable they make everybody else uncomfortable as well if you're thinking about right. buying shorts you kind of didn't buy them already because you know you shouldn't buy them so don't buy the fucking shorts guys uh ladies and capris i like the capris right but see some of the capris is too baggy around the end i like the flare pants that the girls are wearing like in the 70s i think that's really yeah. hot they're doing that again like the the flare pants with the with the apple booty on them, I like that. Keep it up, ladies. You guys are killing the game right now, guys. We got to step our game up. I saw a nigga in a dingy uh white beater, uh, and a whole white outfit. Like, see, if you're gonna go to a white affair, Izzy, hmm. you gotta wear something decent to a white affair. You can't just wear a white beater and some white jeans and some bread elevens. It's not it, bro. That's not. That's oh, yeah, not, definitely not. That's, it. that's hideous. Okay. You gotta add some flair. You gotta ha- and don't wear a black belt with those white jeans. I I, uh, you disgust me. Don't put on a black don't put on a black belt with some white jeans, my nigga. We all know that's not a, that's just a no go. I'd rather you wear no belt than a black belt. Right. Okay, so be cognizant of that, fellas. Learn how to coordinate, man. Now, have I worn some worn some champ shit, some lame shit? For those of you who don't <laughs> don't know what that means, it's I I have I have done it multiple times. But I check myself or my friends check me. I remember one time I wore some Tim's, uh, some uh, khaki uh, cargos and like a like a tan sweater. I remember one nigga came up to me. He was like, nigga, you look like a grain of rice. <laughs> he said, you look like a grain of rice. <laughs> hey, fool. I never wore that shit again, my nigga. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to bully niggas, bro. So if your man's is dressing in some bullshit, bully that man. Tell him, hey, come on, bro. You know you're wrong for that. So that's all I want. I just felt I just caught that on my spirit just now. Uh look at yourself before you leave out the house, man. Yeah, definitely don't wanna step out the house looking like a grain of rice. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of that here. Is, that's that shit was lame. I look like a door. It was embarrassing. Yeah. But I don't know like what what is like the new what's the new style? Like what's the latest like trending fashion for men? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really recall I mean, anything new really coming out recently. What? Well, I'll I'll give you some of my favorites that are that are trending right now that I'm trying to venture into. I see a lot of I see a lot of men straying away from the the jeans, like regular jeans. You know, like mm-hmm. jeans jeans made a comeback. Then they, well, niggas was doing joggers, and then niggas was doing the jeans and shit. 
And now niggas are straying away from that, and they're going into like the baggy pants, like the fashionable niggas are going into the the baggy pants or the the pants with a bunch of pockets on them and shit. Like, I think those are really cool. I don't know what they're called, but it's um like utility pants. I think niggas are wearing those, and I think that shit is hard. I got to get me a couple pair of those. Uh, <laughs> you see how niggas utility be talking pants. when you old, bro. Niggas get <laughs> niggas get wild and be like, yeah, the young niggas wearing them pants, man, with the pockets on the thigh. Yeah, so those are cool. I think I'm gonna get some of them. Uh, other than that, I mean, you know, it's always been the same shit for niggas. It's a, for niggas. I feel like it's about the name brand. That's the difference in niggas and women. Men, we gotta we gotta wear some shit that say Armani across it or Gucci and this, that, and the third. Tommy Hilfiger. We gotta wear some cool shit. I mean, we can't. Right. Do women, I feel like you can just throw on some cool shit. You can go thrifting, and I'm not saying niggas can't do that too. But I'm saying, like, for the most part, when niggas go out to parties the and shit, part, they wearing yeah. some designer shit, like, because we trying yeah. to be that nigga in the party, you feel what I'm saying? Women can go to the thrift you know, store. They, buy they, some they, nice they, they coming in in the, the thrift store or the, yeah. the Fashion Nova. Or exactly. The, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Showing their stomachs and shit. They, right. That's how they, it's easy. It's an easy game for them. I mean, I know they got wouldn't agree. Got a top for $6. Right. <laughs> top $6, pants, 20 Right. Shoes, shoes. Who, who from Rainbow? Right. That oh, came, but, but niggas don't even niggas don't even know the difference though. That's niggas the thing. Like, know. we don't yeah. care about none of that because we're not looking. The only thing we're looking to see if they wearing is some Uspa, which they not really wearing like that anyways. And that fucking uh, the Airwalks. I hate seeing girls in Airwalks, but you know if that's all you can do, ladies, I'm not taking this to bash you. But Airwalks are lame. I hate them. And what is those bear claws? Not the Uggs, but the bear claws. I now bear see. I, I'm not going for that shit right there. I'm not going for the claws. <laughs> I'm not doing it, bro. Mm-mm. Oh man. So it's claws a yeah. No-go. The claws are definitely a no go. That's a quick like. I can tell where you're from if you're wearing bear claws. Like you're not one of us. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the things that I think that uh. But are, utility pants, though. Yeah, utility pants. I don't like know a, about that. I don't. I don't really know about the whole baggy look. I don't. No, nah, not the bag. Not not the baggy. It's like uh, it's like a tapered cut pant, and it has like a bunch of pockets like on them. You ain't seen them? Mm, no, I haven't actually. I yeah, have to take a look uh, at those. You, you you gotta look at these young niggas, man. These young niggas be wearing pants with the pockets on the sides and shit now. Not not like the, the not, not the classic like cargos and shit like we used to wear in high mm-hmm. school. But I'm talking about like they got like multiple pockets on one leg, like. They really like out here with shit in their pockets. Like you don't know what a nigga got on no more. You used to be able to tell if a nigga was carrying some shit. You can't tell no more. Fuck you got on you. You know? You got a pocket here, there, and the third nigga. I don't know what you're doing. That's what they be on though. Fucking Xanax in one and the library card in the other. You never know. Yeah, young nigga, young niggas be off some some crazy shit these days, man. They do. Like, Razor blades and shit. Be mm. Nothing like how it was back when I was in high school. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, but the niggas. I mean, niggas. I mean, that's the that's fashion now, though. That shit. But the, uh, one thing that's interesting, though, I did find like a lot of like new fashion trends in high school. Like, hmm. I don't know what it is, but I feel like fashion trends they reach like a younger audience first, and then it kind of like migrates. Gets, up, yeah. yeah, migrates upward because like back when I was in high school. That was like when the, um, you know, skinny jeans became really popular when yeah. I was in high school. I noticed that trend pop up and then, yep. you know, uh, cargo pants. Mm-hmm. That was another one. And then when we was doing the fatigue pants, too. We was doing fatigue pants back then. I don't know if you remember. Or, yeah. Like, then, the and then when shit. like 
camos, yeah, exactly. And then like when uh joggers, joggers as yeah, well. When those became joggers. a trend, mm-hmm. like I I you know realized all those trends in high school. Yep. Well, I didn't. I didn't see. That's the thing. I was kind of late with the jogger thing. I didn't learn about the joggers until college, freshman year. And then I started get wearing a bunch of fucking joggers. But then I was like, nah, this shit kind of lame too. And that's when I started wearing like the the whole the jeans with the holes and shit. And that's when everybody was wearing them. And girls say this, bro, and it and it kind of irks me because they'd be like, oh, we hate the motocross pants. But nigga, that's all niggas was wearing at one point. All of us was wearing like the motocross pants. I don't think you ever had none, did you? Because I don't remember. Wait, you motocross ever pants. The moto, like the ones with the little, the little shit on the thighs. The the, the nah, Hell nah, hell nah. Bruh, niggas was wearing them shits, fool. Like everybody was wearing <laughs> them damn pants, bro. I had like a few of them hoes, and I wish I, bro, you ever, you ever like think you, you think you wearing the fuck out something, and then years later niggas post some shit on Twitter and be like, oh, if he was one of these niggas wearing shit like this, <laughs> <laughs> right? You'd be like, damn, you got me red handed. That shit bring on secondhand embarrassment every time because then you start thinking about all the times you wore them pants and thought you was really like doing something. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, now, like when you when you was in high school, like you know, I mean, high school was a long time, a long time ago. But you were in high school for four years, so like out those four years, you went to school every day. So right. you know, did you wait? Did you wear? You wore? You uniforms, know, I had uniform. You? Yeah, you yeah, know. all you wore uniforms. Yeah, that's half yeah, the battle. See? <laughs> <laughs> For me, like, I didn't wear uniforms because I was in public school. So mm-hmm. they had us, you know, wearing whatever. And, you know, niggas had to be fresh. You had to be fresh, like, every day. Every you had day. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was just a requirement. Just a requirement, bro. So, like, on an average day, like, you know, what you could get away with easily was, like, this fit right here. With the, the cargoes? In the, uh, I mean, the Tommy Hill polo. You run, you run some, you run some cargos, mm-hmm. or you can get some khakis. As long as they some yeah. nice khakis, those two are interchangeable. Right. And then you come up top. You can either do the polo, <laughs> you can do the polo, yeah. or you could do if you really want to like make it like okay, like I'm chilling today, but like I'm still you know kind of like cracking shit for real. You wear a college hoodie, okay. So you wear an Ohio State hoodie, or you oh, wear or like a, a Florida <laughs> University of Florida hoodie, and you match yeah. it with like some with some cool shoes yeah. that match the colors. You know what I'm saying? And you straight, yeah, and you straight. And then where you could wear, you know, you can mix in like some sweatpants on some days and everything like that, and uh, you know, some other shoes. Maybe you wear some uh, some Adidas flip flops, make it seem like you're chilling. But you know, the Adidas flip flops, those was like real popular, like in high school. Everybody had some slides from Adidas. Yeah, like, I wear flip flops in college. I mean, in high school. Hell yeah, they let us do whatever we wanted in high school, bro. Wow, that's crazy. We I literally, we literally had like our lunch was like an hour, and like you could literally go anywhere on the campus. Like you didn't have to sit in the cafeteria; you could just go anywhere and Shit, eat that's or like do college. whatever. Yeah, that's like college, man. That's crazy. Nah, I ain't experienced that. I'm kind of jealous about that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Anytime somebody <laughs> tells me about their college, their high school career, I'll be like, damn, all those years robbed. Nigga, I was wearing um. Well, obviously, I was wearing uniform every every day. But on the days that we had like dress down on Fridays or whatever, I would wear like that's back when uh Ralph Lauren had that rugby edition shit come out. I had like a few of them mm. pieces. Classic. I had, yeah, I had like shit. I had like four rugby pieces. So I would like interchange them hoes. Like we were saying earlier, we had the army fatigue pants, nigga, and some Vans. I was always a Vans ass nigga. Like 
all the way through college. Like, I always wore, like, a bunch <laughs> of Vans, bro. Like, I had a Vans backpack, a Vans hoodie. Like, I used to rock nothing but Vans back then, so. Me too, though. My, like, I think my senior year of high school is when I, I really got into Vans. I think I, like, capped out at, like, 12 or 13 pair of Vans, bro. Yeah, that shit, bro, that shit crazy. When you think about the pair of Vans that you've owned over the years, like, some of them you probably don't even remember. Exactly. Like, exactly. bro, I used to wear some ugly shits. I had this one pair that had, like, comic book niggas on there. That shit was ugly as the fuck. Didn't match nothing ever. And niggas was wearing doing that lame shit in high school, like uh, wearing mix mix max socks and shit. I did that shit through freshman year. Yeah, I don't think I ever did the mismatch socks, <laughs> bro. I had these bright pink socks on and lime greens, nigga. I was looking like, oh, uh, <laughs> I had the fuck though fade, bro. Shouts out the prince. Oh, you and, had the fade. Yeah, I had the fade mm-hmm. through most of high school. And yeah, I mean, I didn't care because I was dating the the uh, head of the cheerleader team, so I felt like I was that nigga. Like you couldn't tell okay. me nothing. Like, but that won't say that don't mean much because it was a small school. So <laughs> yeah, All but right. Mr. Netflix original. <laughs> Mr. Netflix original. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, high school was a when you look back at it, man. After like you graduated college too, like high school seemed like. A, a figment of your like you know the past like you barely remember like a lot of that shit like you remember it but like not in as much detail as you once did so if anybody's out here listening to this man make sure you live in the moment bro I and mean, don't rush to get older because it's not that much cooler on the other side either so you go absolutely not. You, go, you should definitely uh take your time and you know learn as much as you can especially when you're young like that like you're a teenager bro like the world is your oyster my nigga like literally, like I know people tell you that all the time, but like, bro, like you got you got your whole life, like, bro. I'm mean, not saying like I'm dying, like, but like, <laughs> no, I'm saying <laughs> like, bro, my time is up. <laughs> it's over for me because <laughs> it's 25. <laughs> but you got. <laughs> Hey, I tweeted something the other day. I was like, "Is a quarter life crisis a thing, bro?" Because honestly, fool, like when you like you think it about feels it, like, like, it. like it's like nigga, the end is coming. <laughs> like niggas, niggas, like, be, you feel like you old and shit. Like you feel like you've seen, especially now. I think a lot of it has to deal with like this quarantine shit. Because maybe if we wasn't quarantined, like it wouldn't be like that. Yeah. But, Cause you, we would feel like more freedom. Like we'd be able right. to like go out and have fun and still feel young and stuff like that. But exactly. like now, like we just on our business 24 seven. Exactly. That's exactly. It. it feel like, it feel like every waking moment that I have, I have to spend being productive. Like if I'm not doing work at like at my job, nigga, I'm trying to come up with scenes for this podcast or I'm working on some music or something. Like I'm always doing something like that's trying to like better me. I'm never like, I mean, you know, we'll play Call of Duty and shit like that. By the way, if you are on Call of Duty, add me uh, at Smokey Gaucho on PSN, Nephew Conrad on the shits. Uh, yeah, we about yeah. that life. But uh, anyway, if I'm not doing any of that, nigga, it's always work, work, work for real. So, I mean, I say that to say, you look back at it, man, you'd be like, damn, like, think about all the fun you had. Like, you don't know if you will ever, like, experience some of that shit again. So maybe that's why I guess niggas are kind of, like, feeling like that because... It really, it really just feels like reality to the point where it's like, who knows what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, and I've seen like the trend, like going around on Twitter, like, oh, COVID is going to be over soon. It's starting to feel like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, 
Bro, and, I hate I mean, seeing negativity. That's a fact too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I hate seeing it because it is a fact, you know? Right. And it's just like, right. damn, bro. We really don't know, like, when this right. shit is going to be over. Right. Like, if it will ever be over, like. Yeah. And it's one of those crazy viruses, man. Like, it will fuck you up, my nigga. Like, that shit is crazy. Like, so it's not, it's not like the flu. Like, it's not like, oh, we can get the vaccine and shit like that. And then, like go kick it like outside again like nah you still you still really don't want to catch the shit <laughs> you know like but like i mean if you get the vaccine you can't get it anymore i don't know if that's the case though i feel like if you get the vaccine i think you might still be able to get it but it just won't affect you as much Whoa, i mean shit yeah. is I'll that the, that like is that <laughs> being locked up the rest of my life i'll take my chances i'll take my chances like what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you know what's crazy? Like you, you ever be having dreams and you don't have your mask on? You'd be like, "Nigga, something has gone wrong." Like, where's my mask at? You ever be thinking yeah. like that in your dreams? Yeah, I'd be thinking Shoot. like that too. Honestly, bro, I don't, re- I don't be remembering most of my dreams. Oh, that's crazy. I remember, I remember some of them, like certain like ones. Like sometimes I'd be like knowing that I'm dreaming, mm. and like I try and like manipulate it. But yeah. oh yeah, that's uh. I've tried that before. Yeah. Uh, ended up stuck on the bed. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> Limbs locked up. You said he had an aneurysm. <laughs> hey, fool, that, shit's, that shit is scary, bro. Bro, it you, is, dog. It happened to me this morning, fool. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, you really, like, can't move. Like, your brain, you like, disconnects move, for a little bro. bit. Like, you're, like, Yeah, conscious. like, you got to really, like, think about it and, like, focus like focus really hard and just wait, right, bro, and just hope your body responds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. You know it's what? like you're not in control, like at all, bro. You think that's what death might be like, kind of? Like maybe, but like instead of like instead of like um, instead of like not being able to like connect your body, like it just never connects. Like you're just always in that state of trying to get back. Like that'd be terrifying. Ooh. That would be, that would be. But probably not because your brain dies. So I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, just the fact that like you can have like kind of like an that's an out of body experience. Basically, it is. It is. Like you're you're looking at your body, but like you're not in control of your your body. Like it's just like that's just wild. Like nah, dog. Like that first breath that you take after you get consciousness back, you be like, like bro, this shit is crazy fool like you just jump up be like no nah, i'm not going back to sleep fuck that like it's happened to me like multiple yeah. times back to back in the same day so like, yeah, if nah, you're yeah, if you're battling sleep paralysis uh reach out to your local health provider and they should be able to help you clinically or uh smoke some weed <laughs> yeah so yeah i guess that's actually a great idea because you won't even have that consciousness you'll just be fucking knocked out the whole you'll time you'll be asleep <laughs> yeah you won't dream at all that see that's that's one thing i didn't like when niggas was sparking like every day no but see you will dream you actually dream every night it's just a matter of actually remembering those dreams because uh, i know yeah. i'd be dreaming because it's not like you know i don't dream i do dream it's just that like I don't really remember most of it, like long term. Certain things I do hold on to, though. Certain things I do. Huh. I've, I don't feel like I've ever dreamt after after sparking. Hmm. Well, I Maybe. think it's just like when you do it like consistently, mm-hmm. 
that's when like you know the dreams kind of like start to like fade away right like, you don't really remember them as much they still happen for sure but they just you don't you don't remember them as much but if you just spark like one time or something like that then like you know you'll still dream and you'll remember those dreams as well hmm. okay well let's play it let's play a game bro let's let's uh let's play a game uh mono mono uh, all right unlikely situations bro Unlikely situations, Un- or maybe unlikely likely situations, because some of them might Ooh. happen. Mm. Unlikely mm. that they're likely likely, you know. Unlikely, maybe you like it. They're likely unlikely. Yeah, and they likely. might be unlikely likely. So. Unlike unlike the, you know. You All never right. know. Exactly. So, um, okay. So let's say this: you're in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say tomorrow. Your girlfriend wakes up. She's like, "Hey, not to put you on the high seat, but hey, that's what the game—that's what the love of the game is for." Right. Um, she's like, "Hey, I got a job in Europe. It's gonna pay me six figures a year. Gotta take it. I gotta move there next week. Gotta get everything in order next week. I want you to come with me. Would you go?" Yeah. My nigga. So would I. So would I. Yeah. Well, you, well, how long have you and your girlfriend been together? Uh, almost three years. Three years. Okay, so you guys pretty much you're heading in that direction, anyways. You know, you've yeah. been together for three years, so more or less you're heading in that in that direction. So it, I guess I guess it'd be a little bit easier for you. But um, what if it was somebody that you just met hypothetically, or you can ask me. Let's say if it was somebody that I just met. Um. Let's say a, a couple months ago, and she hits up. She's like, "Hey, Mitch, you want to do X, Y, Z? Um, do Do you think that I should consider that a little bit more, or should I say, hey, fuck it, let's let's do it?' Like, how would you think if I was like, "Hey, bro, I'm leaving with this girl next week that I just met, like, and I'm moving." Well, back. when you say just met, how much time did you put on that again? Uh, let's say it's what January. Let's say I met her in uh, November. In November, so it's been like two months. Right, two and a half, give or take. Mm, nah, bro, because two months, you, you, I think you, there's a feeling out process that you have to have for at least at the bare minimum of six months. Right. You know what I mean? I think you can have like a pretty accurate, you know what I'm saying, like understanding of what it is you want to do with somebody mm-hmm. after six months if you spend enough time with them. So I think that, you know, you would two months is not enough. It's not long enough. So at that point, nah, don't go yet. Like, because that's just a huge change, my nigga. Like you have to go. You're leaving not only the state, but the whole country, the whole whole continent. Yeah. Like you're you're going all the way across the world and like you're going to have to learn a new language. There's, There's a lot that goes into it. You know what I mean? So get a job out there, all that stuff. So. You know, if it's if she's not even if you don't even know if she's the one yet, why have to worry about that and have to worry about starting a whole new life? Uh, I don't know. It depends on how much money she's making. Though, like if she's making like a million dollars, like she's you like a six figures. You said six figures. I know. Figures. Yeah, you know how you see how niggas trying. <laughs> I mean, six figures. <laughs> six figures. That's a hundred thousand like, dollars. <laughs> it could be no, but it could be like nine hundred thousand. If that's the case. Well, I mean, it's, it's you, 999, you might as well say a mil, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, well if she's a million, million, if does that change at that point? If she's a millionaire and 
how would you look at me if I was like, yo, she's a millionaire. I want to go like chill with her. I mean, I would still like look yeah. at you a little bit funny because it's like yeah. my nigga, like you don't I like. I understand she got she got the bread, but it's like, what if you end up actually hating her? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you stuck in Europe, depending off her money, like living off her. Hmm. Like nigga, you're not gonna feel like a man, <laughs> like, bro. You couldn't do nothing if you wanted to. <laughs> You couldn't go back to America if you wanted to, nigga. bro. That, that opens up a can of worms with the whole women being a breadwinner in a relationship. We could probably talk about it on next week on episode two. Mm. But um, I mean, let me tell you something, bro. Uh, I don't know, bro. I I would I would I would probably go with her if she gave me that option. Like if she was a millionaire and she was moving away, you will. I'd be like, fuck it. I mean, uh, but I'd just be scared of like. Us like you saying, like us like actually breaking up or whatever over over something small. Cause at that time, like you you looking at somebody, anything small that they do, you'll be like, Oh fuck it, I don't even want to deal with this person no more, type shit. Like that's how fragile the relationship is at that point. So Right. That's something to keep in mind. And especially if she's going somewhere like fucking I mean, if she was going ideally she'd be going to like London or something like that, where niggas at least speak some kind of English. If she's going to like yeah. another like like Italy or some shit like that, but like you're speaking a whole other language, like eh, I don't know about that. I get uh, a little nervous about shit like that being around a bunch of people that don't speak my language because then I'm I'm the guy who's like yeah, you're the oddball, like you're the odd man out. You're also not the one making money, and it's just like bro, it's just all bad, bro. You just there, just vibing. <laughs> Literally, that's exactly exactly. You just there <laughs> for the there ride, for the like vibes. fuck no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah bro. So I don't know. That's something to keep keep your eyes out on, uh, fellas. If you got a guy who's uh getting carried by a woman and he's thinking about moving out with her, check your man. Let your man know. Check he might him. be. Let him know. You gotta be transparent with your friends, man. A lot of niggas aren't transparent with your friends, bro. Uh, yeah. Niggas be scared to check their friends, bro. But you need to. That's not a real man. That's not a real friend. Um. Right. Okay. Uh, question number two. Let's see here. Uh, let's say. You're on a on a plane, right? Uh, mm-hmm, full, mm-hmm. Fa- full, full, full capacity plane. You're going overseas again. Um, right. You crash. You crash on an island, a remote island, right? You survive miraculously. It's you and a baby, okay? And <laughs> and you can't you can't uh, reach anybody. Obviously, nobody knows you're there. Um, you're starving. It's been a couple weeks. At what point do you think it's gonna cross your mind that maybe you should eat that baby? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's uh let's evaluate my options here. So you said the the plane crashed. I assume that like was there anybody else on the plane or yeah, other people did they, were there, yeah. They all died though. Yeah. Only ones that survived is me and a random baby, somebody's baby. Right. Somebody's random baby. Somebody's Indian okay. baby. It's Indian. Indian baby. Okay. Yeah. And we land on an island and uh-huh. there's nothing around us, nothing in sight. Uh, I mean. Just water. Yeah, just water and beach. I'm not sure what uh what islands would have that. Uh, just water and beach. But uh, pretty sure they're out there. Uh, I don't know, maybe like a uh, fucking the Bermuda, 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 Bermuda Triangle. Uh, 
what is Bermuda even? What triangle? What kind of triangle is that? Uh, I don't even, I don't even know what kind of triangle that is. Uh, because I've seen the Bermuda Triangle. Is it literally a triangle, or is it like more of like a a hexagon? The, the Bermuda, like I feel like they just went with that, like the Bermuda Triangle, just to make it sound uh good, you know, like. That's easy to say, Bermuda Triangle, instead of like the Bermuda Oxagon or Octagon. You know, that's that's hideous. I think Octagon is one of the ugliest shapes. So the Bermuda Triangle, let's say you land in the Bermuda Triangle. There's nothing but sand. It's you and a baby. You, baby Jesus, and a bunch of dead people. Are you eating baby Jesus? Uh, No. <laughs> But, like, the question that I have, though, is that, like, on the island, is there any food? Is there any fruits? Is there anything? Oh, uh, mosquitoes, one, si- one, one saber-toothed tiger, mm. uh, maybe a, wool- a woolly mammoth. This is like a Kong kind of world, you know? King Kong kind of, like, giant fucking lizards, you know? Remote island uh, with scorpions and shit like that. Oh, I mean, at that point, it's up. For both of us, like, they had a saber-toothed tiger, scorpions. I don't stand a chance. I mean, but, I mean, you might preserve your lifestyle a little bit longer if you eat that baby. How, bro? How am I going to sleep knowing there is a saber-toothed tiger (laughs) and scorpions and whatever else you said is just lurking about, bro? Like, no, like... You know what's crazy about the Earth, though? Like, supposedly, those shits were real. Like, saber-toothed tigers? Like, that's what it was. Like, that's terrifying. And, you know, their jaws were, like, really long. Like, they were really about that action, boss. Like, nah, man. It's crazy how, like, it's crazy how, like, you know, there's animals are, like, a lot of animals are so much more powerful than humans, but we're yeah. just the most intelligent life form. So like right. we rule all of them. Like right. Like <laughs> they can outnumber us, bro. Monkeys like, monkeys are kind of smart though. I mean, yeah, but they just, you know. I don't know. Monkeys they, are they monkeys are scary right. smart though. Monkeys are kind of smart. smart. They smart, yeah. They smart smart. They <laughs> like, like they like close to human consciousness smart. Like like if you I mean, see them yeah, like they're, actually they're like interact, close. yeah, like they're like probably the closest ones, which kind of makes me believe kind of in the evolution theory. I mean, because yeah. see, that's we can get into that too, like how evolution and religion contradict one another. We can get that into that later on in the in the series too. But that's yeah. just that's that's. I mean, it's uncanny I think, how. I think really monkeys. Different. I think monkeys. They lack uh, like ration. And reasoning, uh, and that's why they aren't quite as intelligent as like humans are. Okay. Um, so, hmm. but yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey man, well, hey, but hey, this is um episode one of sitting on twenty two's Neff and Def edition. The Neff and um, Def edition. Shouts out to Kando and Slim, uh, who will be joining us periodically, uh, from time to time. We'll see how. They weigh in on some of these subjects as well. Um, I'm Nephew Conrad. Uh, this has been episode one, the pilot episode, hopefully the number one episode of the audio edition of our show. We're going to be dropping, like Def said, 
season two of the live show. Uh, we'll start recording for that really, really soon. Get that out to you all as well. Be on the lookout for more music, more merch, more everything, visuals, everything from the Sleaze Mob. Shouts out to the whole Sleaze Mob. Um, I'm Nephew Conrad, a.k.a. Mitch, a.k.a. Baby Gap. Uh, and I'm a guy who is very blessed to sit on 22s for the last 47 minutes and 52 seconds. Da, 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 da. I got so many AKAs that I can start a sorority. And I can con you, but you can't con Red. Yeah, and like he said, uh, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, uh, we get this out to you guys. But thank you guys for listening, if we do, to the Sitting on 22s podcast, the Neff and Deaf edition. Um, like I said, first a few, maybe first to many. Who knows? But... I'm Sudden Deaf. That's Nephew Conrad. We're going to catch you guys in the next one. Peace. You are not going to suck on my dick tonight.